beautiful day for football. Just a gorgeous afternoon and almost 60,000 fans on hand to watch BYU improve to 11-0 against FCS teams all time. And on this season, improve to 6-4, and which means bowl eligibility as BYU officially accepted its uh, poinsettia bowl invitation at the end of this game, as you heard here on the network. All right, Coach Kalani Satake joining us now here in the booth. Coach, congratulations on bowl eligibility. Another win as you guys get to 6-4 and four and to keep this thing rolling here toward the finish. Yeah, it was a great win. I mean, uh, you know, just uh, there's some things that we can work on, obviously, but um, for the most part, really happy with the uh, with the outcome and um, against a really strong and uh, physical team like Southern Utah. Um, you know, we had a, a couple breakdowns and, and, and uh, obviously some things that we can work on offensively, defensively, and, and special teams. But uh, I thought I thought we started the game well um, and and and, and uh, were able to get some good consistency out of our starters and then get some good quality um, reps for our backup. So, um, you know, I thought we got better this week and hopefully we can continue to work and, and get better next week. Uh, obviously had some uh, unfortunate injuries and things that, that uh, allowed us to uh, or made us uh, make some adjustments, but uh, just really happy with the win and happy with the, with the turnout. I was really, really impressed with the fans and I just really appreciate them being here and cheering on the boys. It means a lot. And, um, you know, our players and really impressed with it and, and, our, and our, our coaches we definitely appreciate everything that the fans do for us and love that they were here watching us play today well uh it looked as though maybe the strategy early was to throw the football it came out and threw on first down and made a big play and uh ended up uh being very successful uh Taysom threw for over 300 yards ended up 400 over 400 yards in the game was that kind of your attitude was to come out and polish up that pass attack yeah, and I, I thought that we had some good uh, matchups that were in our favor. I know that's what Ty was thinking, but also it, it, you know you have to adjust some things when um, when Jamal's not able to go. You know, so uh, we we had a different game plan going into this week, um, and Squally wasn't 100 percent and didn't finish out the game. So we, we had to make some adjustments along the way, and and um, the goal is to score points and keep drives alive. And and today we were able to air it out a little bit more, and um, you know looking at some of the things that we do offensively that might be a stronger uh, thing for us than we anticipated. No three and outs uh, for the day today on offense, which is a positive sign. What do you think is the long-term prognosis here for uh, Jamal as you go through November here? It's difficult because I think he's been playing banged up all year long, and and, um, we we had... uh, you know he's in the boot, and so we we have to get him healthy and have him get him back for. Uh, and and I'm not going to allow him to come back unless he's 100 percent because it's going to, it's just one of those things that keeps nagging at him and it doesn't do well for him and 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 uh, it's asking way too much of him to to put himself out there and uh, compromise his health. I think that when he does that, uh, something else may go wrong. So. Um, appreciate him but it just when when our guys are trying to play through injuries it usually doesn't end well for them and so we're trying to be smart with him and butch going into this game and we we tried working through the week but uh it just wasn't going to work out and we had to make a call and we have great training room staff that steve pincock does a great job at making those decisions and i support him 100 percent, especially with the the well-being of our players squally played a bit uh and then ended up uh, leaving as well is it still what he's dealing with from last game or something different or yeah it, it was a little bit of that but also there's something new that happened um you know but so okay. i think he'll be fine but it was one th- something that he couldn't he couldn't be able to finish off the, week, the the game this week and 
um, yeah, obviously I, I was really pleased with the way KJ came in and did yeah. some things for us. And um, we didn't expect to go that deep into our, our backfield. But, um, you know, Algie had a couple good things going. I think it was unfortunate with the uh, the fumble. Um, but he's got to learn to take care of the ball better. And, and obviously we had uh, some turnovers that I wish we could take back and just some bad decision-making and, and some of those turnovers, Taysom's fumble. You know, he shouldn't have done that. But um, yeah. the, the pick, I think, is a, is a different different deal. It was a great great catch by the by the uh, the corner, and um, he he's a great corner. So just uh, he made an, uh, a great play. But uh, some of the stuff that we can't control, you know, the errors, the bad snaps, the, the penalties, stuff like that. That's not us. And and to have our veterans doing that, that's that's a little disappointing. But we'll we'll keep working with it and get better from it. Going back to the passing game. Man, there were some great catches out there today. Uh, I thought Jurgens made a terrific catch on that uh, opening play, and then Kurtz's touchdown and Pearson's touchdown. Uh, it was all day long. There were guys making big plays and receiving the football. Yeah, and, and then, you know, just being able to have some time to throw the ball. I think if we were able to, um, you know, they have really good D linemen, and Ed did a great job at, at, at recruiting there, and so uh, they're a little bit physical and got a good pass rush, and I think they had a number of sacks. But uh, when we get some time for Taysom or Tanner, whoever's throwing the ball, they're pretty accurate, you know, and so um, uh, I think we are able to, for the most part, control the pass rush. And uh, um, But, you know, the, the, the accuracy was there for Tanner and, and, and it was there for Taysom, but the receivers did a great job catching the ball and running the routes, really good, clean routes. And um, when we're on the same page and we're, when we're you know, quarterback and the, and the receivers are there and the offensive line gives them time, uh, we can be really good. Uh, we can be really good on offense. What did Ed Lamb tell you to expect from Southern Utah and, and how much of what maybe you were prepared to see did you see today? Well, we anticipated some some gadget plays and some tricks, and and I think they had one that ended up being picked. I thought they they got a good, you know, they're setting it up the the fly sweep pass, mm-hmm. but we thought maybe a double pass with all the bubble that they were doing, and um, we we were trying to find um, ways to just just uh, to help our scheme, and so we can be in a great position, you know, for de- our defense. But I thought for, I thought for the most part it came down to the fundamentals of the game, which we focused on the tackling and for the defense and being in great coverage um and and there there weren't a lot of mistakes out there we had one bad mistake on a, a missed tackle that would have gotten us out of that that long drive and harvey will learn from it it was it, it was uh you know he practiced the middle linebacker most of the week but um when when butch wasn't able to go we we, we asked him to do that and we had some some issues with heater being able to play as well so yeah. uh, we tapped into our depth and then part of the depth was moving a guy back to the linebacker <laughs> but uh you know on harvey's play he did uh you know leap a little bit and not make the play then uh diane goes down there and knocks the ball free but it's uh, it's uh, Harvey again that's all the way downfield after missing the tackle, being on the ground. He's the guy that has the first shot at making the recovery on that fumble. So it's a, a great hustle play, and then the ball bounces out. He kind of lands on it and it yeah. bounces away from him. Well, I mean, the effort's always there, and, and I thought he left his feet way too early on that tackle, and we asked him to run through tackles, and I think later on in, in the game he had oh, yeah. a great play and a great hit yeah. um, on a tackle. 
tackle, and that's what we want him to do. You know, he has a great motor, and he's really athletic. And um, so the more he can stay on his feet and run through through plays, um, uh, through runners and, and receivers, uh, the more success he'll have. So, but I love the fact that he was able to get up and, and hustle downfield. But you know, if you're going to do that, might as well get the ball. You know, so. <laughs> if you're going to make the effort, <laughs> yeah. come up with it. But uh, uh, Diane made a great play, and, and um, you know, just uh, we'll keep working with it. But uh, the effort, I'm not complaining about it that at all. They, these guys were ready to play from the beginning. Really impressed with them, and um, you know. We had we had a lot of things that we can fix and work on with all three phases, but there's a lot of great things to, to really be proud of as well. Yeah. A couple of numbers to note as we head into the break. Uh, time of possession, BYU 40 and Southern Utah 20 minutes. You want to see that. 12 different guys caught passes for BYU. And this number, Kalani, 59,302. That was awesome. That's great. And, and, and uh Love the fans, and, and they were, they made noise, and, and they helped us out. And, and like I said, um, we are very thankful for the play, the players and, and myself and the coaches, our whole program. We have the best fans, and the fact that they were able to show up today and, and cheer us on, it meant a lot to our players. It meant a lot to me as a head coach. And I'm sure it meant a lot to, to Southern Utah, too, to uh, show out for this game and uh, pay them respect by uh, showing out in good numbers and uh, and cheering on the effort from uh, both teams today. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Some closing thoughts from Coach Kalani Satake. This is the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, Cougar IMG Sports Network. Back here at the broadcast booth at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, BYU 37 and Southern Utah 7. Cougars go to a bowl game for a 12th consecutive season. The invitation made official. Uh, Ted Tolner and the uh, Poinsettia Bowl crew uh, bringing BYU to San Diego for the Poinsettia Bowl on December 21st, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 6 o'clock local there at uh, Qualcomm Stadium. Coach Satake, your uh, reaction to extending BYU's bowl streak today? Just just thankful. I mean, uh, um, really excited that we have uh, the opportunity to, to play another game uh, with this team and so to extend the season um, for so many different reasons because that's what the you know Coach Mendenhall did a great job establishing that establishing that uh, that tradition. So it was nice to keep that going, and uh, the fact that our players deserve to go to a bowl game and and um, and selfishly I don't want the season to end. So um, I know we got a great basketball team and I'm excited to cheer them on, but. Um, any more games that we can get for these guys and to be together as a team and a family um, we, we really want to, want to extend it and so I'm, I'm excited that we get that extra game. And Ted referenced the fact that yeah you bounced back from 1-3 and three to get to where you are now and get this thing done relatively early as you said it's kind of early for you to know where you're going with still uh, some games left to play here. Yeah and, then, and that was uh, that was fun for, our, uh, for us to t- turn turn around from 1-3 and three start and, and uh, to get six wins uh, especially with the, with, the, with the talent that we're going against and um, just grateful, you know. I, I, I'm uh, I'm excited for the young guys too because we get that extra uh, practice time with them and get to develop our players more and, and give them that experience. And so, uh, and it's a great way to start the holiday season. So um, th- I think that's what everyone's used to as a as a BYU fan and, and a BYU player is just going to bowl games. And so, um, just honored to, to be in this position and to have that continue. Well, it is uh, quite an accomplishment because the schedule was awfully tough. Uh, six on the road, you know, we were referencing last week that uh, six of your nine were on the road and uh, so to be at six to now and still with these two games to go that you're probably going to be favored in uh, both of those games and have a good opportunity to win those that's going to be an eight win season uh, for a lot of people thinking that would have been a terrific uh, i know that you probably were thinking a little higher but uh, a lot of people projected that eight wins would be a terrific season for you 
Well, I've got to get seven before you can get eight. So yeah, okay. I mean, just trying to keep it focused. And you know, we we had it was it was easy for us to get them motivated for this game to get the bowl eligibility. Now we have to continue it and can continue to play better and, and uh, to improve on the stuff that we did t- today. But um, yeah, just 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 excited for it and and. Uh, you know, we want to make sure that we do it the right way, respect our next opponent, and, and UMass is, is a good team, good program, and they had an extra week to prepare for us, and so uh, you know we'll, we'll be ready and um, that on to the next next task. But obviously, we're focused on that one game and trying to get to seven now. Kalani, even though it was only an FCS opponent, could this still have been a pretty important developmental day for your quarterbacks who both played really well today? Yeah, definitely. I thought I thought Taysom did some great things with with the ball in his hand. He made some great decisions. I thought he made one bad decision with the. Try- to throw the ball out of bounds, which turned into that fumble. Um, but other than that, I think it was good. I love the pick. I really don't count against him because that was a great play. Um, but for the most part, the way he was able to extend um, a play and uh, hit the open receivers, um, you know, I think he was fairly accurate today. T- today, and and then seeing Tanner come in and do the same thing, Tanner was a really accurate. And that's uh, you know, Taysom obviously can run the ball a little bit more and uh, can puncture puncture through when when a pass rush doesn't doesn't close up all the run gaps. But uh, Tanner showed that he can do it too, and. Yeah. and um, he he actually showed more speed than I thought he had, you know. But uh, I don't know if he was trying to prove a point or whatever. Holding was, back in sprints, maybe? Huh? Yeah, no, no. He, I mean, <laughs> maybe it's the mustache that gives him all that power. But uh, it, it was it was good to see him, uh, you know, to, to see him tuck it and run as well. And and he played with a lot of confidence, uh, especially in the second half. And obviously, was really accurate. In your, in your previous schools, you were a facial hair guy. That was your thing. How do you think uh, Tanner looks with this mustache he's got going right now? Well, he's way more handsome than I am. So obviously. With the uh, with the the mustache is even he looks better than I ever did. But Magnum um, PI, they're calling it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he has a little <laughs> bit of that to him too, and and so yeah, he's he's a little bit Tom Selleck in him. <laughs> Mangum PI, there we go. So right. those were uh, high percentages. Uh, Taysom was seventy nine point three, and Tanner was eighty four point six. And the thing I was pretty impressed with is uh, the confidence that Taysom had today, because there were people grabbing at him. You know, we're talking linemen, and he just kind of shucked him off and knew this guy's not going to get me this guy's not going to get me and he was able to just uh, you know eliminate them as tacklers as he was still looking downfield yeah and, and he's a powerful guy and so um we we've we, we've obviously seen it all year long and even before the season but um i just really happy with the way the offense was playing i think our, our receivers are running better routes and um you know it's different with this scheme because we, we usually don't have as many plays available compared to what they've done in the past and so the the uh the importance of utilizing every rep and being great at it when you don't have 100 reps to go to um you know we have to be a lot more efficient and i thought the receivers i thought coach Cahoon did a great job at getting these receivers to be right on target with their with their routes and they caught the ball well and um, it was really impressive for me, especially from the young guys, seeing the young guys do some of the things. I mean, Kurtz did some great things, and, and Pearson did too, but, um, you know, you saw Moroni and, and Talon Shumway, and you saw some really good guys at Level Heathful. There's a lot of good guys at Well, Bakri, Yeah. Man, oh, was he? <laughs> you don't think of receiver with him, but I, I love seeing the fullback get the ball. And, and um, you, you know, but it just shows that the, the quarterbacks are spreading the ball to different um, to, to, to different positions and not just uh, just look they're going through the region not just focused on one guy the entire time okay last thing for you then biggest takeaway from today uh, 37 to 7 win 
Well, I love the way the guys started the game, and I'd uh, like to see us uh, be more consistent um, and, and, and carry out. Obviously, I'm not happy about the turnovers, but um, we were able to control the game and, and, and come back from being, I think the deficit was, you said, 3-1. to one. Um, Obviously, we, we like to be on the other side of that and, get, and create more turnovers. Um, so there's a lot of things that we can still work towards, but uh, I'm just happy with the players. So they, they, they're, they're learning how to play the scheme that we're asking them to do and look forward to dominating more games. Okay. Uh, Coach's show Tuesday night back here at the stadium. So we'll, uh, we'll see you then. Coach, congratulations on today, bowl eligibility, and the rest. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Appreciate the fans. Thank All you right. very much. It's Kalani Satake. We will come back with BYU Creamery Cougar Nation now. You're on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.